there's three really important things that you have to get right in SEO. You have to get keyword research right. You have to create really good content. And then three, you have to uh, promote it and build links. If you do those three things correctly, you're bound to get to 100,000, 150,000 visitors a month. It's going to happen. Welcome to the My Future Business Show, where we get you in front of your best audience and keep you there. Not only are we interviewing the biggest names in business to help you become even more successful, we're inviting you to book your spot on the show to help you grow your business. So at the end of the call, make sure you fill in the interview application form at myfuturebusiness.com forward slash interviews. Hi, and welcome back to the My Future Business Show. It's Rick Nusky. I'd just like to say thank you so very much for supporting the show. The feedback that I have been receiving has been nothing short of breathtaking. I'm always humbled, so thank you very much for joining us on the show. And on today's show, I'm with SEO specialist Greg Dignio. Welcome to the show, Greg. Hi, thanks so much for having me, Rick. Absolutely, my pleasure. Now, Greg and I were talking about uh, a whole handful of different things, you know, everything from uh, LinkedIn, his website, and what's happening in his business. But today, our focus is going to be on search engine optimization. When we uh, start off the show, Greg, what we like to do first is learn a little bit about the guests, you know, um, where they were born, uh, where they are now, what they like to do in, um, I guess, their relaxation time. Would you mind sharing a little bit about yourself for the audience? Sure. So I am born and raised in uh, New Jersey. Uh, I actually live right now in a very quiet uh, beach town uh, right outside of Atlantic City. So if you're kind of uh, familiar with um, the the MTV show Jersey Shore, I, I live in in that sort of locale in that area mm-hmm. now you know we we have a much quieter town than they than they were uh, living in but uh but just to give you a general feel yeah um so i uh i was an engineer in training uh, uh in college graduated and i started a company in college uh installing solar panels fell in love with uh marketing and uh then that, that's how my business kind of progressed uh, my career kind of progressed i just just became uh, really, really in, into uh, all types of marketing, copywriting, optimization, things like that. So, yeah. Are you a, are you a uh, an active person? Do you enjoy sports? What What do you like to do when you're not not at I, work? I, yeah, I would love to be more active than I am. <laughs> but uh, yes, I t- typically do uh, love sports. Loves watching. I uh, I am definitely a weekend warrior on the basketball court, things like that. But. Um, but that's that's kind of about it. And uh, within the last uh, couple of weeks, I've gotten into because you know we have a lot of downtime with the pandemic. Yes, I've gotten into uh, sleight of hand card magic and fish. <laughs> I just bought a fish tank. <laughs> You know, I love hearing these sorts of, you know, more lifestyle type things because it gives a bit of insight into the the people because at the end of the day, uh, Greg, we both know that um, people are the heartbeat of any business. So, you know, I really enjoy learning a little bit more about you. So thank you very much. Now, um, let's shift gears. Let's talk about SEO. Now, the first thing I think we need to do, Greg, is assume that people who are on the call today know nothing about SEO. If that was uh, somebody that you were speaking to in your business, what do you tell them about SEO? What is it? That it's not as hard as you might think it is, Mm -hmm. or that people want you to believe it to be. I kind of just got into SEO within the last five years or so Mm -hmm. of of my marketing career. So I've been doing marketing for since 2003. I started my 
my first company. So I've been doing marketing for 17 years and SEO for the first, let's call it, let's say 10 to 12 years has always been sort of like this black box of, of magic, right? Things yeah. kind of happen and, and poof, you, you rank in Google. <laughs> there you are. And I, and, and I never knew how it happened, but, but if you do just a few things, right, you are going to be 80% of the way there. And there it's, it's not really difficult to learn. It, it is a grind. It's hard work. Don't get me wrong, but it's not, it's not the, 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 it's not an insanely difficult topic that people want you to believe it is. So th that I think is the, the first thing that uh, that I would love for people to understand is that it's just it's not complicated. It, it, it can be a lot simpler than what uh, it's it could be a be. whole lot simpler. Like like you can get very nuanced. And yes, it will get if you want to get dig deep into it, it, it will get complicated. But for the average kind of e-commerce got a person starting an e-commerce in e-commerce or consulting mm -hmm. or or service-based business, it's really not um, that difficult. You know, you, you see uh, whole businesses that uh, deliver nothing but SEO, and their marketing yep. spiel seems to be that it's very, very mysterious, dark, and complex. And <laughs> it's refreshing to hear somebody say that, hang on, um, it's yep. not as hard as what it's made out to be. Um, I, I wonder, you, you talk about um, how that you went from when you started your own website uh, and you were driving visitors to it that you were up to 168,000 visitors a month that is that is some pretty pretty incredible numbers how does that come about that that's actually just an organic search too that doesn't count not paid um, that's not paid traffic or referral traffic or anything like that mm -hmm. uh, so how does that come about um, consistency <laughs> publishing as just uh, over a period of five years weekly every single week week in week out uh, that's really how it um, it uh, it really happens. But Rick, if you don't mind, let me go back really quick and, yeah, and just go back to the complicated thing because yep. I know people are going to say, "Oh, consistency." That's that's really um, that's obvious. But but what I want to tell, like like for the complication, it, there's there's three really important things that you have to get right in SEO, and that mm -hmm. and this is it. You have to get keyword research right. So in other words, uh, writing about topics that your ideal client customer whatever is searching for you have to um create really good content this and that's the hard part you have to create really really good content uh you know two three thousand words super in depth and then three you have to uh promote it and build links and that's if you do those strings correct those three things correctly yeah over five years you're bound to get to 100,000, 150,000 visitors a month. It's just, it's going to happen. It, it just, I mean, there are so many elements to SEO that I've, I've seen, um, and you, you were talking about keywords there. I wonder if we can dig a little bit deeper into what a keyword means. So a keyword is basically what your uh, client or, uh, or customer is going to search for. So, for instance, let's say you sell uh, coffee pots or, or your coffee uh, blog. I, this is funny because I was going to start a coffee blog. So, <laughs> uh, so I was doing a little bit of keyword research around it. So, what if I'm going to start a coffee blog and do, you know, sell um, a coffee of the month kind of club? Uh, so, what my customer would do uh, will be googling for a few things, right? They would be looking for maybe uh, best French uh, roast. Uh, coffee beans 
uh, best cold coffee beans, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe they might even be looking for best um, uh, coffee beans for a, uh, a bellyache, something along those lines. So what is your client searching for? What problem do they have that they need to have solved? And that's really all keyword research is. You're writing about something that your client is searching for because they have a problem and they need that problem solved. Fantastic. And then your job is to solve it. it it's a very simplified version of that's, And that's yeah. the beauty of it, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. That's, that's, as, uh, it, it, that's what I mean. It doesn't have to be that complicated. Oh, uh, let's use coffee as our theme. I think that's, sure, that's absolutely. a good idea. Um, now, when you talk keywords, um, is it one word? Can it be more than one word as a phrase? Can it be it's a, a it, sentence? Yeah, keyword key is a bit of a misnomer. It's like, for instance, it could be how to um, how to grind coffee is a keyword, right? That might be one keyword. Um, usually, the longer the keyword, the easier it is to kind of rank, right? So. So if you have a keyword of coffee, that's going to be impossible for you to write an article about and rank it. Is that because it's so said, popular? It's so popular, so competitive. Starbucks owns it. Uh, uh, Folgers owns that. Like you're just going to be competing with huge brands, right? Yeah. And homepages. But like if you have an article, like, but a keyword could be um, best French uh, roast coffee pots. That could be your keyword. So it's it could be a phrase, it could be a sentence, it could be, uh, or it could be a single word. Yes. It's it's interesting how you can, if we use the analogy of a tree, um, your your business is the main branch, and you've got all these smaller branches, which are the keywords that are feeding back to that. Is that is that kind of how we that, could look at it? Absolutely. Yes. Totally. Yeah, that's fantastic. And then you wouldn't want to put anything that was irrelevant, would you? What what would you try to avoid in terms of keywords? I would not put any, you're right, I would not put anything uh, irrelevant. Mm -hmm. I would keep it, if you're writing about coffee, then there, there's no, there's very little need to write about, let's say, apple pie. Yeah. Unless yeah. you're going to say best desserts with coffee, right? Yeah. But you're not going to write an article how to bake an apple pie. Yeah. That kind of thing. So you're going to want to keep it as relevant and as uh, together as possible. This is wonderful insight. I appreciate you sharing with us, Greg. I, yep. I'm, I'm always interested when I see hashtags. I don't really understand how they work. And can they be applied in the context of SEO, do you think? I use hashtags and keyword research a lot to find out what types of problems my customers are having. So yes, I do use hashtags in that sense to promote a little bit, but not not that much. Not um, that much. I mean, because they seem to yeah. have their place now. In terms of having their place, there are so many different uh, platforms, social media platforms, our own website, all this sort of uh, environment online that we can, uh, I guess, use SEO. What should we be everywhere with our SEO, or where should we focus? Do you think? Well, I mean, SEO just pretty much stands for search engine optimization. So, like having a Facebook presence and versus uh, uh, doesn't have much of an impact on your search presence. Mm -hmm. um, it does help with traffic and things like that, but uh, but one does not, having a Facebook presence or an Instagram presence or whatever is not gonna really make much of a difference in terms of your... your I, I'm not sure if this is the case, but would it matter depending on the type of business where you would be um, focusing your SEO efforts? You always focus your business, uh, your SEO efforts on Google, right? Because right. that's just the most powerful one. And then if it gets picked up in Bing or, or uh, 
or DuckDuckGo or whatever, then that's just a bonus. Yeah. But then on the other side, do I think that a, depending on your business, should you always focus on SEO? And the answer is no. I have a friend, she has a coaching business that helps other coaches get set up and she uses in, uh, Instagram and stories uh, uh, to perfection and that's where she focuses all her time and energy and doesn't fo- and and that works for her she yeah. tells uh, she gets on a video camera and everything like that so I don't think that you know, I wouldn't tell her to go and, and do SEO I would just tell her to double down on her her platform of choice you talked about before um, how you need to be consistent now let's look at a, yes. a typical blogger they've just started out Greg and they're, they're not getting much penetration nobody's seeing them <laughs> uh, you talked about consistency let's look at the construct the structure of a post and how you go about this uh, this process okay uh, so the first thing that I would do if I was just getting started is I would create and 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 uh, like this is going to be super specific so mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. i would say this i would say i would create a a very long what i call tools post so for instance if you're in the coffee business uh, if you're writing a coffee blog yep. it would probably be something along the lines of 101 best french roast uh coffees mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. uh flavors or something like that um a, an incredibly long list post like that a, a tool that your ideal customer is going to use. And so that's where I would get started. And then I would promote that like crazy. And the cool thing about having a long list post like that is that you're going to link, like, so if you have uh, a bunch of different, uh, you're going to have 101, literally 101 links in that post because you're going to link to every single uh, brand and maker of coffee in that uh in that post Mm -hmm. and the awesome thing about that and the the advantage of that is that you have 101 people now to reach out to and say hey i i wrote about you in this post would you uh, like to check it out and 10 to 20 percent of them are going to share it and then that's how you could get your your initial let's call it 500 to a thousand readers just from that kind of thing um so that's the first thing i would do and then the second thing I would do is start uh, uh, making friends in, in various communities and things like that because because you truly can't blog um, and build a blog alone. Yeah, you it's, can't it's you can't operate in, in silos, can you? Exactly. Now you need you need partners. You need uh, uh, people to help you promote, and yeah, so you have to start making as many friends as possible. And and again, that tools post is going to help you start to make friends, but. Uh, yeah, so start making friends. Start making friends. Now, I've seen a couple of your reviews, and one of the individuals talks about how, how you love to know how things work. Where did you first experience SEO, and, and when did you realize that it was it was for you? So I got hired to build the, the Time Doctor blog, mm-hmm. and I was an okay blogger when I got hired. It wasn't my specialty. My specialty was copywriting, and I got hired to build the the. Um, the the Time Doctor blog, and I, I call it the the blogging hamster wheel of doom. In that you're just pu- you're just publishing a post, you're uh, promoting it on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, uh, and a couple other places, and then you do the same thing again tomorrow, right? Every single day is the exact same thing. And what happens is is the post that you were I was writing like last week 
they were just totally lost to the internet forever, right? They were yeah, never going to get seen again. Yeah, it was gone. And so when uh, so I decided that uh, we, we we had a couple of like people come in and help us out and give us some advice. And uh, you know, one of the things was like, hey, you know, if you're going to publish a post, you wanted to get traffic two, three, four, five years from now. Mm-hmm. And, and so like we have posts that we published in 2017, 2000, uh, maybe not 2016, but 2017 that are getting three, five, 10,000 visitors a month still. And we're not doing any work with them. They just sit there and they get traffic. Can you imagine? Um, I, I don't com- want to say I don't want to say for free because we did a lot of work to get there. Of course, but yes, but yeah, but now the, now it's free traffic. <laughs> it, you can see the compounding power of SEO. Exactly. You know, you yes. do you do one post and you get a hundred thousand, and you do ten. Well, you do your math and. Uh, right. But, you but, get, you know, one post gets a thousand and then another post gets a thousand and then another post gets 400 or 500 visitors. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, it can, um, it, it really, really compounds. But, uh, but the, the cool thing about SEO and is that if you're even like, you don't need hundred thousand visitors uh, a month, right? Like, like that's awesome, and if you build, if you have a hundred thousand visitors a month, you probably have a several million dollar business. Yeah. But let's say you are a, a regular blogger, and you uh, you got your your it doesn't matter what kind of blog, but you you finally rank the post, and it's getting three or four hundred visitors a month, mm-hmm. right? Like that that could be life changing for somebody and not that they're going to be rich or anything like that. But, but if they sell, if they have a 300 uh, visitors a month from that one blog post, then, and they sell a, let's call it a $500 product. Well, if they convert 1% they, of that, of those 300 people, they're going to make $1,500 a month, right? That's again, not life changing, but that's somebody's rent. That's a car. Oh, yeah. You know, that's, it could make all like, the difference. Life, yeah, exactly. But let's so that's the, that's what I love about it. It's like one one blog post that gets not a whole lot of traffic can change somebody's life. You are deeply involved with the computer sciences. You know all about marketing. You've had a long uh, list of um, really great experiences. Um, yes. Where does Google Analytics come into all of this, and how much time should you invest in in understanding the numbers? Google Analytics is a pain in the butt. <laughs> um, it's a, I feel like it's a broken software on purpose. We do spend a lot of time in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am by far a Google Analytics expert. We actually hire, like, a, we have a Google Analytics, like, specialist who comes in and, like, sets up a lot of stuff for us. Um, I would say that until you're, until you're at a the, the the person who's just getting started, like they need to know how much traffic they're getting. Yeah. Some general idea of where it's coming from. And that's kind of about it. Maybe set up a couple goals, uh, which, which aren't hard to do, but that, that's really about it. Like you could get really in depth with Google analytics. Again, we have a full-time person who, whose job it is to do Google analytics. Yeah. To say that it's complex would be an understatement, wouldn't it? Yes. It's super complex. <laughs> It's a, I feel like it's unnecessarily complex, but yeah. that's 
That's yeah. besides, Just give us what we need to know and not all this extra stuff. Exactly. I, yep. I, I, I'm always thinking about the, the audience, Greg. Um, what can we deliver to them that really makes a difference? And a lot of the content that you've shared today is, is absolutely uh, vital for them to understand and go away and, and think about. But also, um, you know, you talked about being consistent and uh, creating uh, keywords and things like that, all the good juice. But when it comes to um, having a business that you're saying, hey, look, over the next month, it's essentially a campaign. How do you, do you look at campaigns differently or do you just do the same thing over and over and over again during that 30 days? Um, as, as a campaign so, specifically. I, we don't do a whole lot in the way of campaigns. Right. Um, and in the way of like, for us, it's a hundred percent. Whether it's running Facebook ads or re whether it's running, um, we, we do some in the way of Google uh, Google AdWords, uh, SEO. Um, it does, we, we're just we don't just do like we we will ramp up from time to time to do to like for to make for whatever initiative that we may have. Mm -hmm. But to say we run a campaign is, I, I don't think we do. We just consistently try to get better. Yeah. Uh, every single day at the the few things that we all that we just do over over and over again like we're consistently split testing our our um our facebook ads we're consistently creating content uh weekly prom um, promoting that content weekly uh you know we're consistently doing podcast tours and things like that we just do everything everything that we do we just keep doing over and over and over again we don't do a whole lot of things we may do for if we have a we at time doctor we built the team into about 30 or so people and um and, and we we may do five things five marketing initiatives we don't do a whole lot of marketing initiatives we just do the same things over and over and over again and i have to say greg that's quite refreshing because there's so many people out there that claim to be all things to all people and it's simply just yeah not, just not possible <laughs> i I'm, yeah I'm, we literally just started on instagram i i don't even know if it's working or not but we just started <laughs> we were like let's test it out and see what happens we don't like we don't do like TikTok. we don't yeah we don't really do a whole lot on twitter we don't do we we don't we don't do a whole lot on like our facebook fan page yeah we, we basically do facebook ads seo email marketing and that's that's the sum uh, of it. like yeah podcast tours and that's and we do and we do have a podcast so those five things among divided among a, a pretty decent sized team right now it's like pretty we, we just stick with what we know I'd love to uh, get you to share those details about your podcast and where people can find you in a moment, but I'd also love to sure. talk about um, you know, some of the software out there that you can see that helps you uh, with your SEO, um, yep. setting up your SEO for your posting. In terms of competition, is it important to look at um, other people's posts, do you think, or um, and learn yes. from Yes. Yeah, absolutely. That's actually one of the key ways to... Um, <laughs> to uh to get keyword ideas is to look at your competition so at entice which is a marketing blog uh i will look at uh people like uh backlinko or neil patel or hubspot mm -hmm. uh other other big marketing blogs and look for keyword ideas absolutely that's a that's a great way to to um uh to to find blog post topics uh, you do you find like five or six competitors who are much bigger than you and you will have blog post topics for 
year for a year. Is it something like you see all these uh, proprietary softwares out there that can help you do that? Some are free, some are paid. Do you recommend people who are starting out who don't know about the SEO fundamentals start just by doing it manually? Maybe. Uh, I would actually. So there's a there's a tool by Neil Patel called Uber Suggest. Um, I would definitely start there. It's mostly free. I think it's like I think it's like eighty percent free, ninety percent free. Mm-hmm. But you could do keyword research on there, and uh, uh, you, can, you can find uh, link building opportunities on there as well. Um, not as good as some of the like more expensive paid software. But if you're just getting started and you're you're not one hundred percent sure if this is for you, then I would uh, start with uh, with Uber Suggest. This is some sage advice for everybody who's on the call today. Uh, great insights. Thanks, Greg. I'm, I'm also wondering, is there a difference? You know, some people don't use WordPress. Believe it or not, some people don't use it. <laughs> um, is it something that you think they should uh, consider and it doesn't affect uh, your ability to rank whether or not you use WordPress or some sort of other website builder? That's a great question. I have seen people have success with almost every sort of platform, uh, whether it's um, WordPress or Wix or uh, Squarespace or even Webflow. Um, I have seen success with almost every single one. Uh, the, the reason why WordPress is so good is because it has an, a huge ecosystem of plugins mm-hmm. and it makes life a lot easier for, for um to, to grow your your blog like it's just it's just easier yeah um but that, that so that's why i use it but i have seen that people have success almost every every single uh platform yeah well with regard to plugins uh i, I know i've seen some freed one and some paid ones is this something again that you you need to consider is there one better than the only the only seo plugin that we that i use is called uh, Yoast SEO. And basically what that does is it, uh, the only thing I use it for is to change the the title tag and meta description. So if you go on Google and you see a, um, a bunch of listings, you'll see uh, the title of the post and you'll see like a description of the post. And I change the description uh, Usually, a lot of times I'll change the title too, but I almost always change the description to make it more of a custom description. So, if it's something like, um, so let's say you have, you know, your your 101 best uh, French press coffee makers or whatever, Google will automatically pull down the uh, first. I, I forgot how many character character it is. Mm-hmm. But let's say it's 160 characters. It'll pull down your first 160 characters of the post, and that'll be the description. With Yoast SEO, I would go in and I would say, hey, are you looking for uh, a, f- a great fresh, fresh press, um, French press coffee bean? Click here to uh, check out these 101 that we found. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it would be much more of a custom, customized thing. And that, that I think is really the only uh, WordPress plugin that I use. Right, fantastic. Thank you very much for sharing. Yes. And now, when yep. when people have have written a fantastic post, Greg, and they've spent the time um, being careful about how many keywords and phrases that they put in there, yep. um, and then they don't get success overnight, what do you say to that? Um, first of all, I kind of chuckle because I was there. <laughs> <laughs> Did I? And, and then and then I say uh, it takes time. Um, yeah. Yeah. I like I know what I'm 
doing, and I've been working on on my on my blog Entice for six months, nine months now, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I I don't have nearly the traction that you would think. I think I get you know a couple th- you know three four thousand visitors a month, and n- very small percentage of that is from search engine optimization. And I and I know what I'm doing. Yeah, like it it takes time. Um, you know, it, you just like don't expect results tomorrow. It's good if you, depending on the niche that you're in. If you're in a non-competitive niche, it could take six to six months or so. If you're in a very competitive niche like marketing or fitness, you could be looking at a year or more until you're getting real, honest to goodness traffic from it. Because that really reflects the competitive nature of SEO. But it, uh, yeah, yes, yep. It depends. Exactly. That's exactly right. Some niches and industries are just much more competitive than others. Well, look, uh, Greg, I, this is a topic that is deep. It is vast. It can be very simple, but there are yep. very specific things to do in specific order. Uh, you've talked about setting realistic expectations for yourself and being aware that certain plugins are better than others and just so much great content. It's been a wonderful treat. Now, for people who want to know more about SEO and, and want to work with you, um, what is the process and where are they going to find you? So they could go to enticehq.com. Fantastic. And I have a uh, case study, like if they just enter their email address, they could get a case study and um, I will give them everything that I've done to grow to 168,000 visitors a month. It's everything from how to do keyword research all the way down to email scripts that I use to promote my blog posts. So they will uh, get everything that they need. Well, there you go, everybody who was on the call today, as is the case, I will be making uh, a URL link back to Greg and his wonderful team at enticehq.com. Just look below the video window or wherever you find this post across our wide network, you will find uh, Greg's information. Greg, thank you so very much for spending your time with me talking about SEO on the My Future Business Show today. Rick, thanks so much, it was a pleasure. Thanks for joining us today. If you enjoyed the call, then make sure to subscribe, leave a comment, share us with your friends, and book your spot on the show at myfuturebusiness.com forward slash interviews. And if you're looking for solutions that will help grow your business, then visit myfuturebusiness.com forward slash shop.